Do you love your business? You should, right? Well, sometimes we just don't. It's my hope that this, the My Daily Business Coach podcast, helps you regain a little of that lost love by providing tips and tactics, tools, insights, inspiration, all the good stuff to help you actually enjoy running your business. In addition to actionable tips and tactics that you'll be able to execute immediately, you'll also hear from creative small business owners around the world who've been able to sidestep the hustle and build a business that merges their passion with their purpose and provides a profit. I'm your host, Fiona Kalaki, founder of My Daily Business Coach. Let's get going. Hello, and welcome to episode 189 of the My Daily Business Coach podcast. My name is Fiona Kalaki. I'm your host, and today you are listening to a quick tip episode. So those come out every single Tuesday morning, Australian time, and it's really a tip tool or tactic that you can implement immediately in your small business or in your journey to start a small business. So before I get stuck into today's quick tip episode, just a reminder, our Marketing for Your Small Business course and coaching program is available now to buy. So that will give you instant access to Marketing for Your Small Business, a self-paced online course, going through every single thing that you need to know about marketing. And then if you want to, you can join our nine-week coaching program. So that happens live every single Tuesday for nine weeks from April the 26th. If you're interested in that, please check out marketingforyoursmallbusiness.com or you can go to mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash marketing. Both of those things will take you to the same place. The second thing I wanted to point out is just to, of course, acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on this beautiful land on which I record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to their elders past present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. All right, on to today's episode. So the My Daily Business Coach brand is actually having a little bit of a refresh and I'm excited to show everyone that in a little while. It won't be too much longer. I will definitely do an entire coaching episode about that, how we went through the process of rebranding Branding is definitely something that I work with people on all the time. I've worked in branding for, gosh, 20 years alongside marketing. So much they go hand in hand. But I wanted to talk to you today about something that came up when I was looking at the rebrand with one of my good friends. So one of my great friends is Paul Darra, aka B Modern, an artist living in New Zealand. He's also an art director. He's worked and lived all over the world, but predominantly in New York for, I think it was like 11 years. And now he lives back in New Zealand and I can't wait to visit him soon, but he's one of my closest friends. And we were talking about the rebrand and talking about kind of, you know, inspiration and, you know, I always make like Pinterest boards and I can be inspired by all sorts of things. Like I'm always taking photographs of book covers that I love or little ticket stubs that I've seen or just things I find in op shops. I'm constantly sort of pulling these things together because something about them resonates with me. And I was talking to my friend Paul about this whole thing and he said, have you looked at restaurants? And I was like, yes that is such a good idea. Not yes, as in I had, but yes, that I totally get where you're going with this, Paul. And what he meant was that restaurants, you know, live and die by their branding. Even if it's like old school, dodgy, divey, really bad, like mum and dad got their six-year-old to kind of do it on computer. But there's something wonderful about 
the branding that comes with restaurants. And if you think about the restaurants that you may have been lucky enough to go to in the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic and so many things closed, but every single one of them has to really, especially to stand out, really look at their branding and their whole brand experience. And so I thought today I would just sort of touch on a couple of ways that restaurants teach us, regardless of what kind of business you're in, about branding. And there might just be something in this that resonates with you, makes you look at your own brand and maybe just cuts through and kind of gets you to amend things, change things, freshen things up from a different perspective. So obviously I don't work in the restaurant world. I have a couple of restaurants that I work with as a coach, but I don't have my own restaurant. And so it's not always something that I look at. And I should also say that despite the fact that I live in Melbourne, I actually don't go out for dinner that often or lunch or breakfast. (laughs) I have two young children, but also I live and I choose to live out in North Warrandyte, which is a good 45 minute drive from kind of the center or well, really what's my center, which is kind of the Collingwood Fitzroy area. However, when I do go out for dinner, it is pretty much always in Collingwood, Fitzroy, or it's out here in Warrandyte or the surrounds with my amazing book club. So I was thinking of the restaurants that I've frequented recently, and they are places like Marion Wine Bar, which is absolutely beautiful. Shout out to Marion. Builder's Arms, which I think is owned by the same kind of group. Hotel Jesus or Hotel Jesus, I don't know which which way you pronounce it, which is in, uh, I think it's on Brunswick Street, maybe it's on Smith Street. Fitzroy, such a good one, such a good brand in terms of like the, the branding and the service and everything else. And so I was thinking about these restaurants and I was thinking about what is it that enables them to really build brand loyalty. And I kind of put together a couple of notes and I'm just going to riff off of them in the hope that one of those might resonate with you and get you thinking about things a little bit differently, whether you're in the hospitality world or whether you are not. (laughs) So the first is the customer experience. And this is relevant regardless of whether you have a store, whether you're a service-based business, whether you have a physical shop or whether you have a restaurant or some other kind of event space or venue. The customer experience is absolutely key. I'm sure we have all been at restaurants where the service is incredible and other restaurants where the whole experience was just horrible, so poor. A restaurant, it really lives and dies by its reputation and it lives and dies by its last meal. And you know, they often say you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. I feel like you're only as happy as your unhappiest customer sometimes. So you can go to a restaurant And this is where branding really comes into play and brand loyalty. If you go to a restaurant and it's usually pretty awesome and then you go and it's just horrible, I think a lot of people would maybe let that slide and be like, okay, one time, not so great. Second or third time, if it wasn't so great, you'd just give up. You wouldn't go to that restaurant anymore. And I think that we can see that very clearly when we look at things like restaurants, but we don't necessarily see that with our e-commerce site that, you know, has had these things that need to be fixed and we've just put them on the back burner, put them on the back burner. And we're not realizing that things like, say, really slow page speed times or anything else where, you know, maybe the checkout is really hard to access or maybe it doesn't take a certain payment gateway that we are used to having like PayPal or or another one. And so we give up. And what we don't see is we're not a restaurant. We don't open every single night necessarily and see tables that are either full or not full. But what we will see after a while is a slowdown in either traffic or conversion or both. 
And so that is one of the key things that restaurants do really well. They are so concentrated on the idea that we're only as good as our last serving, our last dinner service, our last lunch service, our last brunch, whatever it is, they live and die by that and by the reputation that comes with that and the overall customer experience. So that's one thing to really think about. When you think about if you're a service-based business, what's the onboarding and offboarding like for your clients or customers? What is it like when you show up if you are, say, a photographer? What's the energy that you're putting into showing up? What sort of you know information do you give people ahead of time so they feel super comfortable when they're turning up to get their photo taken? Likewise, if you have a shop, you know, are you making sure that people just have the best experience when they come in there? I'm going to shout out Think Thornbury because I have been there and they have been a client as well. But Think Thornbury, they just make it an experience when you go in there. I, I see it all the time. Sometimes I'm on the phone to Maggie Mae and I can hear her talking to customers and there's just this engagement and this liveliness that comes from her and Josh and everybody else that works there. And they're really engaged in wanting you to have a great experience, whether you walk away with something or whether you do not. They want that experience to be really good. And I think that is often missing from particularly service-based businesses where it's online. And, you know, I'm raising my hand. I'm in that industry. And sometimes it can be that the website is really hard to navigate. Sometimes it can be that there's no correspondence when you, you contact people on, say, Instagram or emails. And so you want to be thinking about, you know, if we were a restaurant, would people keep coming back night after night or week after week? Or are we giving them a certain service that maybe makes coming back not that exciting and not that enticing? Another thing that restaurants do really well, a lot of them, is they're bringing their brand to life. So, you know, branding in terms of like visual branding, it's often just the tip of the iceberg of actual brand. Like what does your brand stand for? What are your beliefs and values? What's the personality? All these sorts of things. What does the business function do? But what we often see and what people often think about when we say the word branding is the visual elements. So what does it look like? What does your logo look like? What's the color palette? What's the typography? What's the type of photography that you're using? Is it bright? Is it dark and moody? And restaurants are incredible at bringing that branding to life. So what you see on social media, there needs to be a reflection of that in person. So say you looked up a, a restaurant that somebody had told you was really great. And on social media, it's all like poppy, fun colors and like, you know, great captions and really like awesome and fun and out there. And you feel like you're kind of being transported to, I don't know, the early nineties or something. And then you go to the actual restaurant and there's, there's nothing on the walls. The staff are really quiet and reserved. Their uniforms, are, maybe they're just all wearing black and it does not reflect what you had been hoped and sort of promised on social media. So most restaurants have a really good consistency between what you see on social media and what you can see when you actually come into the venue and get the service. And I think, again, that can be something where I've seen so many people focus on what their social media looks like. And then when you go to their, their website, doesn't look anything like it, different brand colors, different typography. Maybe the website hasn't been updated in like five years. And I totally get it. Websites can be hard to update. <laughs> I know ours hasn't been updated that often, but we try and ensure that we're using the same typography, the same logos, the same sort of style of imagery, the same color palette. And these are just small things or seemingly small things, but they can really create a distrust when your audience is moving from one connection channel like social media through to you know another connection channel like an actual venue or your website. So it's another thing that restaurants do so, so well. 
And in turn with that, they really create this physical manifestation of what the brand is for. And that is from the decal through to the menus, through to the bathroom. So, so often a bathroom in a restaurant is... (laughs) is really reflective of kind of how far the branding and the experience goes. Quite often you'll see these beautiful restaurants and then when you go into the toilet, it's kind of, or into the bathroom, it is sort of tucked away. It's at the back. There might be like a whole bunch of brooms. There's, you know, boxes of toilet paper. It doesn't reflect the rest of the restaurant. And so, yes, of course, cost is a a thing there. And I know, you know, Often that's an afterthought, the bathrooms. But on other places that you go, the bathrooms completely, completely expand the brand experience. And it just makes the whole thing really consistent, really considered. And it gives you so much trust in the brand because the branding that you've seen elsewhere really is reflected on every single part of the restaurant. So there is a restaurant in Collingwood that my lovely friend Genevieve Bailey brought me to for my birthday, a very delayed birthday (laughs) because of the lockdowns. And it is called Shu, S-H-U, restaurant in Collingwood. And it's plant-only modern Sichuan cuisine. I don't know if I've pronounced that correctly. But I went there and what was really interesting is that they had really considered every single touch point. So from the bathrooms through to the tables, through to, you know, how the food is actually displayed when it comes out, but also a whole bunch of little things that you wouldn't necessarily notice. But when you did and when you sort of heard the story, it was like, oh, that is so cool. And it's all these small elements that can really, you know, make you feel like you've had a great experience. So at Shu, they have like, you know, glasses for drinking water or whatever else that you're buying. And I noticed that the glasses had like a lipstick mark on them, but a permanent, you know, part of the design was a lipstick mark. And I asked the owner about that. And he said, I wanted to kind of give a kiss to every person who comes into my restaurant. And so he had actually created like a kiss graphic from his own lips and then worked with somebody and then put that on every single glass that came in. And I just thought that story was really interesting. And You know, these are the kind of things that people share and look at me, I'm sharing it now, but also share on Instagram and kind of prolong that brand experience and project it out into the world through things like social media. So those are just a couple of ideas that might get you thinking about if your business was a restaurant, if you were to take the branding that you have currently and put it into a restaurant, would people come back? Would they love the customer experience? Would they come back time and time again? Is is it a great quality of service every single time? Is the brand really being brought to life across various different touch points? Is there some sort of physical manifestation of the brand, especially if you have a store, if you have a venue, but also think of your website as a venue as well. Is it being all brought to life? And then how might, you know, people review your restaurant or your brand if they were to look at it as an entire experience? So I know that's a little bit left of center, but I remember having this conversation with Paul and thinking, I really want to share this kind of conversation out into the world. And hence I am in today's quick tip episode, although it's not that quick. It's little, (laughs) I can see the time is going over 10 minutes. So I just wanted to share that with you. If you are somebody who owns a restaurant, I would love to know what you thought of this. And if it's given you any kind of ideas for your restaurants, or if you could send your DM to me about what you do in your restaurant and how you've brought your branding to life. And then if you don't have a restaurant, I would love to know what resonated with you. So don't be a stranger. I'm at my daily business coach on Instagram, or you can email us hello at my daily business coach 
Com. So that is it for episode 189. You can find the full transcript over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash podcast forward slash 189. And just a reminder, if you are interested in the Marketing for Your Small Business course and coaching program, you can find out all the information at marketingforyoursmallbusiness.com or mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash marketing. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the My Daily Business Coach podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can do that at mydailybusinesscoach.com or hit me up on Instagram at mydailybusinesscoach.com.